Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Good morning. It's Thursday. We're starting with breaking news. Some very serious new health concerns for the Queen. We're going to take you live to London. It is September 8th. This is today. Members of the royal family gathering by the Queen's side this morning. The 96-year-old monarch put under medical supervision by her doctors. The new British prime minister saying the entire UK is deeply concerned and sending well wishes to the royal family. Very latest in a live report straight ahead. Terror in Tennessee, a gunman driving through Memphis, opening fire at random and streaming some of the attacks on social media. At least four people killed, others hurt. The type of violence no one should have to face. This morning, the desperate attempts to track him and how they were finally able to capture the suspect. Unrelenting, even more heat records set to fall across the West today. The power grid struggling to keep up as millions crank up that AC. Just ahead, when relief is expected to arrive. Price scare, record inflation now taking aim at Halloween. Just ahead where you'll find deals on your family's costumes, decorations, and more right now. Those stories plus acing it. Francis Tiafo makes history at the U.S. Open, the first American man to reach the semifinals in nearly two decades. Inside his Cinderella run, electrifying fans and inspiring the next generation of tennis stars. And countdown to kickoff, the start of the NFL season just a few short hours away. The defending champion L.A. Rams battling the Buffalo Bills. We've got everything you need to welcome back America's favorite sport. Today, Thursday, September 8, 2022. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kutby. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to today. It's Thursday morning, 7 a.m. on the West Coast. we got 10 hours and counting until the start of NFL season. Right there at SoFi Stadium, the Rams, I think they're ready. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. but who's counting? Oh, just everybody, everybody. else on the West yeah. Coast. The Rams looking to defend that title. We, by the way, are going to throw a big watch party mm. out here on our plaza. We are ready to kick off some football. Yeah, we cannot wait for that. We're going to have a lot more on tonight's big game in just a bit. But first, we want to get you right to that breaking news from the royal family. Yes, the palace releasing a statement earlier this morning saying the queen's doctors are, quote, concerned for her majesty's health and have now recommended she remain under medical supervision. We can tell you now that members of her family, they've traveled to Balmoral to be with her. Uh, that was Prince Charles, Camilla and William as well. NBC's Molly Hunter is in London. Molly, good morning. What's the latest? Hoda, Savannah, good morning to you. The palace has made clear this is serious. There is serious concern about Queen Elizabeth's health this morning. We understand that either all of the Queen's children are either on their way or with her at Balmoral Castle. Also on the way, Prince William, Prince Harry and Meghan. Breaking news this morning, serious concern for Queen Elizabeth's health and an extraordinary moment for the UK. 
In a highly unusual statement, the palace saying, following further evaluation this morning, the Queen's doctors are concerned for Her Majesty's health and have recommended she remain under medical supervision. The 96-year-old Queen is at her estate in Balmoral, Scotland, and the royal family is now traveling to be with her. The Queen last appeared with Britain's new Prime Minister Liz Truss just two days ago. That ceremony held at Balmoral for the first time ever due to her mobility issues. The Queen postponing an engagement yesterday due to health worries, but over the summer, while the Queen had scaled back duties and occasionally appeared frail, she still greeted her adoring public for her platinum jubilee along with her family. Now the concern is clear. Prince Charles and wife Camilla are already at Balmoral. As Jenna Bush Hager reported earlier this morning, the two had to rush there shortly before a planned interview with today. I mean, we know that they do not take these matters lightly, um, so they have rushed off. They had a full schedule with many meetings with some of their charities um, today, including, of course, an interview with us. So for them to rush off to the uh, north of Scotland, um, you know, it, they must be taking these matters very, very seriously. Queen Elizabeth is Britain's longest serving monarch. She's been on the throne since 1953 and is the most widely traveled monarch in history. Her beloved husband, Prince Philip, passed away in 2021 after a seven decade marriage. And despite some behind the scenes drama in the royal family, the queen has kept the bond strong with her children and grandchildren. Your grandmother's going to be 96 day after tomorrow. Yeah. What's the what's the what's the best thing about her? Um, I don't know what the best thing about her is. <laughs> to be honest with you, it's her sense of humor yeah. and her ability to see the the humor in so many so many mm -hmm. different things. We we have a really special relationship. We talk about things that she can't talk about with anybody else. Um, so that's always a, a nice piece to it. And always lived a life of duty to the people of her country. This morning, everyone here waiting anxiously with all eyes on Balmoral for any more news of their dear queen. Waiting for absolutely any updates, any news. We do know Prince Charles and Camilla are both at Balmoral Castle this morning, and the palace says we will not be getting rolling updates about her health. Savannah? All right, Molly, thank you. We want to turn now to NBC News royal commentator Daisy McAndrew. And Daisy, when we saw that statement from the palace this morning expressing concern for the Queen's health, the signal was very clear that there yeah. is something gravely wrong with the Queen's health. What are you hearing this morning? Exactly that. Everybody, whether they're either you know, royal watchers or just ordinary members of public here in the UK, I think once they've heard the news, they've heard the palace saying this is serious, the Queen's condition is serious. We know that the worst could be coming. Obviously, people are hoping for the best, but I think people are now preparing for the worst. The smoke signals coming out of Holyrood, the fact that Charles's siblings are all traveling there, that is very significant because on the death of a monarch, of course, the next in line to the throne is nearly always there if they possibly can be there. At the moment of passing, Charles will then be the monarch. And at that moment, his siblings will have to kiss his hand and he will be the king. So it's not just that they would want to be there if their mother was poorly. For the siblings of Charles, there's a constitutional and a traditional element to this, which is another signal that this 
is very grave. Is, Daisy, does that, I mean, I'm listening to you say that it's quite extraordinary, both the personal reasons that a child would want to be at his or her mother's bedside, but this constitutional duty as well, um, quite reflective of the dual roles that, that this family yeah. takes on. But are we to understand that in a scenario like this, that Prince Charles would be sitting vigil at his mother's bedside? Is it is it that close, the, the constitutional requirement or desire? I think the desire would be there. You know, constitutions, uh, the, ours isn't written. The constitution, you know, that there are traditions and there are that there are moments where the, the next in line becomes the king, and it's not on the coronation. It's the moment that the parent dies. So obviously that's deeply significant. But we know that Charles has been spending an unusual amount of time with his mother over the last uh, few days and weeks whilst she's been at Balmoral. I mean, it's extraordinary to think that only 48 hours ago, the Queen was saying goodbye to Boris Johnson as the outgoing Prime Minister, accepting his resignation, and she was anointing Elizabeth Truss, Liz Truss, you see the picture there on your mm. screen now, she was anointing her the next Prime Minister. That is only 48 hours ago. And Obviously, we are all keeping everything crossed that this is you know, a short-term bout of being bedbound and she'll be back. But there is something quite extraordinary about the fact that she clearly pulled out all the stops. She clearly strained every sinew to be there for that very, very important moment of public service and duty just the day before yesterday. Yes, and in fact, for the first time ever, that meeting took place at Balmoral as opposed to yeah. at Buckingham Palace, a function of not only her commitment to doing it, but also the inability to travel, one assumes. Daisy, please stand by. Yeah. We will continue will to bring the, the very latest developments as we receive them. But right now, Craig, we turn to you, and we've been following some breaking news here at home as well. We have, Savannah. Good morning to you. Memphis, Tennessee reeling once again this morning after an overnight shooting spree that essentially shut down that city for hours. A gunman opening fire at random, police calling it a senseless rampage. NBC's Jesse Kirsch has made his way there uh, to Memphis. He joins us now with the very latest. What are we learning about the suspect, Jesse? Craig, good morning. The suspect, we're told, is a 19-year-old teenager now in custody, but authorities say first he drove around Memphis randomly firing at people, even broadcasting some of it live on social media. Overnight, a deadly attack on Memphis and a gunman now charged, leaving the terrified city on lockdown for hours. Police say the lone gunman live streaming parts of his shooting spree that stretched into the night, leaving at least four people dead and three more injured. This is no way for us to live. And it is not acceptable. Police say 19-year-old Ezekiel Kelly's rampage began in the early morning. The violence later continuing for nearly five hours across eight different crime scenes including this auto zone. Authorities warning the public to stay inside as they closed in on their suspect. Public transportation, including buses and trolley service, were also suspended. A minor league baseball game downtown called off. The ballpark locked down for hours. NBC affiliate oh. WMC's Joyce Peterson showing emotion that so many in Memphis were feeling. Memphis is tired right now. Eventually, police were finally able to corner and capture the suspect after he allegedly crashed a stolen car during a high-speed pursuit. Now, Kelly's behind bars, where the mayor says he should have been sooner. 
Court records show that a warrant for first-degree murder was issued Wednesday for Kelly. The reason for that warrant is unknown. He was also charged in 2020 with two counts of attempted first-degree murder when aged 17 and subsequently pleaded guilty to the lesser charge of aggravated assault. If Mr. Kelly served his full three-year sentence, he would still be in prison today and four of our fellow citizens would still be alive. The mayor said he served 11 months in prison and was released in March of this year. More violence in a city still reeling from the abduction and killing of mother and teacher Eliza Fletcher. Court documents revealed that suspect had a lengthy criminal record. He was released from prison in 2020. Memphis's mayor speaking out overnight to a suffering city. This has been a painful week in our city. But I have hope for Memphis. It certainly has been a very tough week for Memphis. Jesse, what, what more do we know about how police were able to find the suspect? Craig, police tell us they were responding to these shootings when someone alerted them to the fact that the suspect apparently was live streaming, talking about causing harm. And that is what triggered a citywide alert to shelter in place. But it still took more than two hours after that to actually arrest the suspect because police say he kept carjacking people, which made it hard to know exactly where he was. Craig? Just unthinkable on so many levels. Jesse Kirschforce there in Memphis. Jesse, thank you. Well, the big story out west remains that brutal heat wave. Millions of you waking up to get another day of scorching temperatures is putting a dangerous strain on California's power grid. People being asked to limit energy use to avoid potential blackouts. NBC National Correspondent Miguel Almaguer standing by at a power station in Burbank for us. Miguel, good morning. Savannah, good morning. The power grid here is stretched to the max, but it is not broken. It comes, though, amid another scorching day. Some cities are going to spend their 10th straight day in triple digits. And it's not just California. So much of the West is in the heat advisories. 41 million people under those heat advisories today. This morning, California baking in the worst September heat wave on record. It's been torture, seriously. Like, um, I'm almost ready to pull out the water hose but largely winning its fight to keep the lights on. As the heat pushes the Golden State's power grid to the brink of blackouts, residents urged to conserve energy during peak evening hours. Governor Gavin Newsom saying those efforts have helped avert the worst so far. Keep doing what you've done, one or two more nights of this, and we will turn the page. Turning the page while battling unprecedented conditions. Have you ever seen demand quite like this before? We have not. These hotter days just create a lot of demand on the grid. They, they, it means our, our equipment has to work harder. As the grid struggles to keep up, communities coming together to beat the heat. Cooling stations opening their doors to those in need. Some schools going to minimum day schedules, others keeping students inside during lunch and recess. Closing the windows, closing the blinds so that, you know, um, we keep the cool air inside. In downtown Los Angeles, a homeless shelter bringing desperately needed water to people living on burning hot streets with scant shade and no air conditioning. Some 2.4 million people in Northern California sweltering in temperatures over 110 degrees. All-time record highs are being shattered across the West. 
The blazing heat also means an eruption of wildfires, 10 major ones burning across California. The Fairview fire, 75 miles outside Los Angeles, scorching nearly 20,000 acres. Finally, this week's heat may be nearing its end, but not before shattering records and threatening to plunge California into the dark. And we should get some relief from the heat. The Rockies are going to get cooler weather today. And here in California, where we've had triple digits for so long, we should get some relief by Saturday. Savannah. Oh, fingers crossed. Miguel, thank you. Now to the hottest place to be in California tonight, arguably SoFi Stadium. For tonight's return of the NFL, the 2022 season kicking off tonight right here on NBC. And fans really couldn't ask for a much better matchup. Your defending Super Bowl champion Rams hosting a tough Buffalo Bills squad. NBC Stephanie Gosk is here with the excitement. It's really being felt from coast to coast, Steph. Yeah, definitely, Craig. You know, the preseason's over. The teams are set. It's game on, and what a game this is going to be tonight. The reigning champ Rams against the Bills, who have one of, if not the best rosters heading into the regular season. So grab the seven-layer dip and your favorite beer. It's that time again. Football is back. 18 weeks, 32 teams, but only one Super Bowl champ. And it all starts tonight in primetime. Super Bowl champs the Los Angeles Rams looking for a repeat. Quarterback Matthew Stafford celebrating with his family and then giving credit to his wife, who battled back after a brain tumor in 2019. I've learned a lot of toughness as well from her. I'm lucky to uh, lucky to have her in my corner. But standing in Stafford's way tonight, the Buffalo Bills, led by dynamic quarterback Josh Allen. The Bills are actually the favorites. You have the defending Super Bowl champs at home unveiling their championship banner, and they're not the favorite to win the Super Bowl. It's the team coming in. Some Bills fans even chartering a special flight to L.A. Wednesday. L.A.? I'm so excited to take that place over. The team's heartbreaking playoff loss last year to the Kansas City Chiefs probably still stings. A Josh Allen-Patrick Mahomes shootout, trading touchdowns into overtime, and then... Can't live looking in the past. You know, we gotta, we gotta focus on what's ahead. Which is what Tom Brady's doing. The seven-time Super Bowl champion returning for his 23rd season after a very brief 40-day retirement. But he missed 11 days of Tampa Bay's training camp this summer, fueling speculation about marital troubles with his wife, Giselle Bundchen. 45 years old, man. There's a lot of going on. In his podcast this week, Brady not addressing the rumors head on. Can't stop your life, even though sports is happening. Beyond Brady, it's set to be a season of surprises. Keep an eye on the stacked AFC West division with the powerhouse Chiefs and the Denver Broncos, a team that bet big on Russell Wilson, who ditched the Seahawks after nearly a decade. His season opener against the team he just left. Just a taste of what's to come. If there's one thing that's for sure about predictions preseason is that very few of them hold. That's true. But it's going to be a good, good year to be a Buffalo Bills fan. There's oh, yeah. so many good storylines, Steph. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we will be glued to our TVs and devices tonight for the kickoff. 7 Eastern on NBC and streaming on Peacock. And be sure to look for Savannah and Hoda during that coverage as well. But guys, we're staying up late. Watch out. We're hosting a watch party right here in our plaza here at Rockefeller Center. If you happen to be in the area, come out and join us. If you happen to be on the West Coast, this is why we have airplanes. Come That's on. Right. Fly in. We'll have fun. We'll feed you. And by the way, we've got a lot more football theme fun coming your way this morning. But first, let's get to Bill Karens. And gosh, we were talking about the heat out there, Bill. Oof. Just no relief in sight for a little while. Yeah, once in a generation, September heat wave. It just won't end. It just continues to be hot day after day. We're just 
breaking records all over the place. 41 million people still are under heat advisories or excessive heat warnings, mostly California, Nevada. It's been very hot in areas of Colorado, too. We could see a 100-degree temperature for the latest ever in the season in areas like Denver. We're looking at Sacramento, 111 today, Fresno, 107. This is a couple degrees cooler than you have been the last couple days, but it is still exceptionally hot. And as far as when will the relief come, not on Friday. Friday could be very hot with an easterly wind in L.A. and also in San Diego. It looks like over the weekend is when things will finally give you a little bit of relief. So that heat dome, it's still in control. Cool Canadian air begins to come down from the north. And at the same time, we're going to be watching some clouds and rain from Hurricane K coming into areas of Southern California, especially Friday into Saturday. Hurricane Earl is also supposed to be a major hurricane later on. So we'll talk about that next half hour. Okay, thank cool. you for coming tonight to the watch I, I'm party. I'm going to the watch party, yeah, right? I'm so excited to have Everyone you. Is. Yeah, I'm confirmed. I'll be there. <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you. Straight ahead this morning, a new milestone for tennis sensation Francis Tiafo. His magical run at the U.S. Open. It's not over yet, right, Jacob? No, it is definitely not over yet. What an amazing night. Straight sets, a historic win. The first American man in the semifinals in 16 long years. That's not even the match that went to almost 3 a.m. You guys are not going to want to miss this. All right, Jacob, can't wait for that. Plus, with Labor Day behind us, it's time to start thinking about Halloween. Wow. Yeah, uh -huh. we're going to show you where and how to save on your family's costumes, the decorations, the candy, all that. But first, this is Today on NBC. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's match engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 7.30 Thursday morning. The plaza is decked out, fired up, ready for football. Tonight is the night. The return of the NFL right here on NBC. Bills and Rams. Are we ready? We couldn't ask ready. for a better Come season on. opener. Either, it, by the it's going to be great. Uh. Be a good one tonight, guys. We all are going to start with our 7.30 headlines. The second suspect in that stabbing rampage that killed 10 people in Western Canada is dead this morning following his capture. Miles Sanderson died from self-inflicted injuries yesterday after police forced the stolen car he was driving off a highway in Saskatchewan. The other suspect, Sanderson's brother Damien Sanderson, 
found dead Monday near the scene of Sunday's knife attacks. The cause of his death is still unknown. A significant update this morning on an experimental drug for patients with ALS. An advisory panel for the FDA voted 7-2 to yesterday to recommend approval of the drug made by the company Amlix Pharma. That is a reversal from the panel's decision back in March and a victory for advocacy groups pushing for the drug's approval. The final decision lies with the FDA, which is expected to make a ruling by the end of the month. Rising star Francis Tiafo mm -hmm. notching another thrilling victory to advance to his first career Grand Slam semifinal. And he's making history along the way. NBC's Jacob Sobaroff joins us with this inspiring journey. Jacob, good morning. Hey, Savannah. Inspiring indeed. The future of American tennis is shining so bright this morning with all eyes now focused on Francis Tiafo, the 24-year-old phenom ending a 16-year drought. He became the first American man to make it this far at the U.S. Open since Andy Roddick all the way back in 2006. A magnificent win for Francis Tiafo, earning a spot in his first U.S. Open semifinals. The 24-year-old celebrating his second big upset of the week with a few dance moves on center court. Tiafo putting on a spectacular show for the crowd at Arthur Ashe Stadium, beating Russian Andrei Rublev in straight sets. That victory coming just two days after he stunned 22-time Grand Slam champion Rafael Nadal. It's the biggest day of my life, and, you know, I played some great tennis. Born and raised in Maryland, Tiafo's parents emigrated to the U.S. from Sierra Leone, escaping the country's violent civil war in the 1990s. The future tennis ace training and at one point living at the Junior Tennis Champion Center, where his father worked on the maintenance staff. It's absolutely nuts. And using handing down rackets, handing down shoes and clothes, and, and now I'm in the same finals of the U.S. Open. Can't make it up, right? Before turning pro, Tiafo was one of the top-ranked junior players. All that hard work paying off big time for the rising tennis star. He's now the first black American man to reach the U.S. Open semifinal round since Arthur Ashe in 1972. Fifty years later, Tiafo will play at the stadium named in honor of the late tennis legend. You know, I love that because of France Tiafo, there's a lot of people of color playing the game of tennis. I think that's obviously a goal for me. and um, Yeah, that's why I'm out here trying pretty hard. Back in Maryland, young athletes gathering to watch their hometown hero on the same courts where Tiafo once trained. He's a huge inspiration to me. I feel like he can win this match and maybe even go to the finals. And he's hoping to do just that. Tiafo sending this message to the sport's next generation. Keep going and, and shoot for the stars, man. Have big dreams. <laughs> Unreal, right? Unreal. Did you see the, the hoodie last night that Tiafo wore? Oh, the goat hoodie uh, in honor of his, his, uh, his legend, the legend, Serena Williams. I thought yeah. it was so sweet. Oh, that's cool. So he takes on. Now, who does Tiafo play next? Uh, Tiafo's playing Alcaraz. Yeah, Alcaraz, Alcaraz, yeah. It's going to be great. Wow. Alcaraz may still be exhausted. Yeah. So, I hope. I know. Alcaraz better be in a hot bath right now. In the morning. <laughs> oh my that's God. amazing. I don't know how he stayed up. Cool. It was amazing, right? Thanks, Thank you, awesome. Thank you, guys. We've got a lot more to get to here on a Thursday morning, including what we are now learning about that American tour who was killed in a shark attack in the Bahamas. How she is being remembered this morning by her family and friends. But first, we've got today's Consumer Confidential. With Halloween on the way, it's time to start shopping. Now? Yeah, yeah, uh. it is. Carrie Sanders has all the tips and advice we need. Hey, Carrie. Hey, guys, it's crazy to think that we're seven weeks away, oh. but if you don't have your costume yet, you might want to get one now because they could be gone by the time you get around to it. This morning, I am Scary Sanders, and we'll have that story coming up.
We're back 740 today's Consumer Confidential, our series focused on the issues that impact mm -hmm. the bottom line. Yeah, this morning with Labor Day behind us now, it's apparently time to start preparing for the next big holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Halloween. Oh, here we go. Costumes, candy. We're ready. NBC senior national correspondent <laughs> Kerry Sanders. He's busy getting himself ready to help you avoid a fright when it comes to your celebrations. Hey, Carrie. Well, good morning, guys. Look, I know it's September 8th. Halloween is October 31st, but we are here at the House of Horror at Miami International Mall where things are already in full swing. And that's the case in many parts of this country because it appears that Halloween is going to be a bigger celebration than usual, in part because of coming out of uh, COVID restrictions. And Interestingly, yes, we are in inflationary times. Things are costing a little bit more, but retailers say that those higher prices do not appear to be scaring off customers. Ghosts and goblins of all ages have missed out on Halloween fun for the past few years, but this fall, not even inflation running at a 40-year high is enough to frighten off shoppers. Halloween has been my favorite holiday since forever. With Halloween still seven weeks away, retailers like Home Depot, Big Lots, and Target are stocking up on some very scary spending sprees. Home Depot says it has plenty of giant skeletons, witches, and werewolves, which flew off the store shelves this summer like a witch on a broom. Party City hiring 20,000 seasonal employees to meet the expected demand. We are on track this season to have one of our best Halloween seasons ever. I absolutely expect it to be record-breaking for us this year. With plenty of trick-or-treating and adult parties canceled last year because of COVID, lots of people are ready to let loose and get dressed up for Fright Night. The costumes have been actually uh, in demand earlier than normal. In Nashville, Jennifer Corcoran shelling out more than $3,000 on her ghoulish Halloween display. Last year, she had 600 trick-or-treaters. I really hadn't planned to spend as much, but there's, I saw some new things I really like. There's a lot that gets spent on uh, candy and toys. It adds up pretty quickly sometimes. Candy will cost over 9% more than a year ago. Still, sales of the sweet treats are expected to jump 5%. And crazy about costumes in Fort Lauderdale. Karen Chiaverini has already rented 30 custom Halloween looks. And she says cost is not deterring her clients. Ginger Zuckerman and her husband are in it to win it at their upcoming Halloween party costume competition. Ginger won with this getup three years ago, which because of COVID was the last time they gathered for the haunted holiday. I am Batman. <laughs> uh, past winner, but now you're feeling the pressure. Yes. So what do you think of what you got here? I love it. Their costumes at $150 each are rented, which can be cheaper than buying. If you tell me you have $40 to spend, I'll work with you. I'll show you what I can do. It seems early, but no? Not for us. And for some, the magic of All Hallows' Eve is worth every penny. People want to have fun. They're, they're done with the COVID era. They want to have a good time. They want to party. They want to get dressed up. Yeah, we all do, Kerry. So here's the thing with inflation, still a major concern for, for most folks. What are some tips to save on those Halloween items? Well, you know, Halloween, you should always, I guess, applies to everything in life, but 
set a budget. And in this case, think about the number of people are going to come by your house so you can buy the right amount of candy and not too much because you're just going to wind up eating it. Um, buy in bulk. You know, buying in bulk always saves money. And finally, stop and think, you know, as we see the folks here getting painted, how you can get creative. What do you have around the house that you might be able to do yourself as opposed to going out and buying it? And then I know you guys are wondering, what am I going to be? So uh, yeah. as we get ready here and take uh -oh. a look at getting ready for Halloween, oh, I'm going to show you how I think. I think you guys are used to this oh, anyway. Oh, cool. My favorite animal. The dolphin. Sound effect, please. Sound effect, please. It's a dolphin. Oh, it's a dolphin. Yeah. Yes. Oh, we thought you were Could have gone shark, shark though. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's either no. sharks or dolphins. He's, you're adorable, Looking Carrie. cute, Carrie. Very cute. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. You wear it well. <laughs> Bill, have you got your costume picked out yet? I don't have mine, but my daughter already bought hers last weekend. Wow. We were like first one in the store. They were still putting the stuff on the shelves. It was, uh, yeah, wow. she's an early bird. Cute. Yeah, so let's get to this forecast. We're at the peak of hurricane season, and today we're going to get our first major hurricane. This will be a close call for our friends in Bermuda. Earl is currently a category two. What you need to know for the U.S. East Coast is we're going to get large waves and rip current dangers this weekend. So if you have any beach plans, be careful. The storm is far away, but the waves and the rip currents are going to be high, and that could cause some issues out there on the East Coast. And I even saw pumpkins, guys, at the grocery store yesterday. It's the season, Bill. Thank you Thank so you. much. And coming up, we are just receiving breaking news this morning. New health concerns for the queen. What we have just learned in a live report right after this. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. We're back now. We've got breaking news this morning from the U.K. Yeah, the Queen's doctors are expressing concern for the 96-year-old monarch's health. NBC's Molly Hunter in London for us with this breaking news. Molly, quite an extraordinary statement from the palace. What can you tell us? An extraordinary statement and really not something that we have seen. They are using language different than what we have gotten from them for the last uh, year or two when we've been concerned about the Queen's health. So I'm just going to read it. We just got it minutes ago. Following further evaluation this morning, the Queen's doctors are concerned for Her Majesty's health and have recommended she remain under medical supervision. The Queen remains comfortable and at Balmoral. Now, it's important to say this statement was not in reaction to a cancellation of an event. Uh, it was not in reaction to kind of we weren't expecting to see the Queen today. Now, she did cancel 
cancel a Zoom, a virtual meeting last night where we were expecting to see her at the Privy Council. We did see her, though, on Tuesday. She was standing with a cane, uh, appointing her new prime minister, Liz Truss. But this statement is serious. Uh, it is different than what we have gotten before, and it is a real indication that the palace uh, is concerned about the 96-year-old's health. Savannah Hoda. All right, Molly, thank you. And, of course, we're going to bring you any new developments as we get them. Mm -hmm. But seriously, uh, th that statement from the palace is quite extraordinary. Yeah. We've seen the queen in ill health, a 96-year-old woman, but for them to say the doctors are concerned about her health and she's resting comfortably at Balmoral is, yeah. is pretty and, remarkable. And how Molly pointed out, this wasn't because of a canceled event. Yeah. This was something that just came out this morning. Well, our crews are on the ground yeah. there. We'll have much yeah. more. We'll be back. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.